American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is rated the highest in owner satisfaction year after year, always providing you with award-winning products that are built to a higher standard. Find your local independent contractor that'll service all of your heating and cooling needs at midatlanticcomfort.com. That's midatlanticcomfort.com. Are you ready? Let's make some noise. Come on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Broad Street Line. I'm Roy Burton. Alongside me, as always, my tag team partner, the man who goes by the name Kayvon when things go very well, <laughs> one Chris Domingo. Mr. Domingo, how are you doing this? As always during the pandemic, air quotes, Saturday morning, sir. I know we're going to talk a lot about King of the uh, – or Hell in a Cell, so let's get uh, into it. No, no, yes, no. yes, yes, yes. Well, there was Hell in a Cell. Um, <laughs> um, in yeah, I didn't even bother watching – highlights replay nothing like i, I mean I, I think that was a perfect end to the thunderdome era let's get some real heads up in here and let's get to vegas no like i, I mean like sidebar i'm actually looking forward to this 25 city because i mean it's been a lot it's been what 16 months since since this since this company's been on the road yeah it's, it's been a long time since since uh, wwe's been on the road and they're going on the road soon. Um, one team that is no longer going on the road though is the Philadelphia. Oh uh, no, Sixers. they're going to Cancun. Yeah, they're going. Well, yeah, yeah, they're going to Cancun um, or Chicago Sixers, or Chicago. Um, or oh yeah, there are many of many in the organization are already in Chicago. We'll talk about that. The Sixers, of course, season ended a bit early, earlier than a lot of us thought. They uh, lost four to three in the second round of the playoffs to the Atlanta. Boy, how can you have like three just crescendos of just just peak misery? <laughs> I mean, you had game four. You didn't think it would get worse than game four. Right. You blow like a six. And then you're up 25 at home, game five. And then you're like, uh, like I don't know. It can't get any worse than blowing a 25-point lead at, no. at home. No. Oh, no. Game seven. I mean, I don't really want to, like, I don't know, speak out of term. It could be one of the biggest playoff no-shows I've ever seen. And we're old. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember a a suppose. He's a good player, but I can't remember a good player crumbling like this. And and what we always said, man, this needed to have like this era. The series finale needed to happen when they were the only team playing, mm-hmm. where the absolute national spotlight is only on them. And lo and behold, it happened. So so the player Chris is referring to, for those of you who don't know is one Ben Simmons. Um, you've probably heard his name in the last, uh, <laughs> quite a bit, the last few days, um, you know, from people far and wide, um, whether it be Philadelphia fans calling up local radio stations, radio stations, um, random videos of people leaving uh, the Wells Fargo Center telling you how they feel about Ben Simmons. Something about or, crumbs. Something or about <laughs> or national, uh, national pundits on well, basically you, every network. People in my home country were probably talking about Ben Simmons. I, I, I'm sure they were. So we'll talk about that team. Again, put a put a bow on Game Six and Game Seven, and what this team needs to look forward to or look look towards in this coming off season. Of course, we have other stuff to get to as well. The most important news of the week, the one thing that will make us happy here in Philadelphia, we got news of that earlier today before we started recording about the Eagles and a second helmet. Who knew a second <laughs> helmet would make millions of people happy? But that in, indeed it did. And finally, um, as Chris alluded to on Twitter, if you follow him on the Twitter machine. Earlier this week, um, a sport that many of us grew up watching is a shell of itself, and it looks really stupid <laughs> uh, when you turn on the television. You're seeing grown men unbuckle their pants and pull their pants down multiple times a day um, on Sports Center, which again is weird. No, um, I, I mean, like, who would have thought injecting steroids in your butt was not the low point of a sport? Because I saw, I don't want to put the man's name in, Sergio Romo. Mm. Sergio Romo will. He, he will live in infamy for me because I don't think I will ever take baseball as seriously as I did pre-Sergio Romo. 
Yeah, so we, we got a lot of stuff to get to again it's on this edition. No, but we yes. have said it for years. For the only time baseball will lead a sports center or or the news is when something bad happens. It's never because oh, let's let let's have a feel good story about Shohei Itani or like right. or like I don't know Fernando Tatis. Fernando Tatis, no, no, right? No, let no. Let's have Max Scherzer and his like and and, and his weird eye. Look at look look at Joe Girardi like he wants to kill him, and then we have Sergio. No, these this happened in a span of like an hour. Yeah, no, like like all of all of this happened in a span of an hour, and, and again, like you know, like I thought the only cheeks we we would be talking about is RG threes, but no, like these are RG threes wives, excuse me, but no, but these you know these are the things that baseball now is known for. Again, it's not known for like you said. You know Fernando Tatis and you know the the Dodgers and the Giants playing well. With Gabe Kapler. Now we got to talk about you know again these dudes you know showing their gloves and their helmet like every uh, in their in their hats every five seconds when they walk off the mound. So yeah, we'll, we'll I mean, talk about Roy, Roy, a yeah. dude who got shelled by the the Phillies bullpen guy. I think it's David Hale. He got lit up like the Fourth of July, and once he gets to the like the the like the dugout, the umpire's like, "Yo, let me check your stuff." I'm like, obviously it ain't working. <laughs> <laughs> He's using if he was using stuff, it was the wrong stuff. Clearly, yeah. like don't check the dude who gets lit up. Like, like what are we talking about here? Yeah, but once again, this is the this is the the idea of arguably because I thought Gary Bettman would be the worst commissioner I've ever seen, oh, no. but Rob Manfred has officially over overtaken Gary Bettman as the worst commissioner of anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Rob Manfred, you take the cake on this. But we, we will talk baseball later. We have a lot of stuff to get to get on this edition of the Broad Street Line. As we always say, sit back, relax, take a ride on the Broad Street Line. The future for Stock Radio is finally arrived. Any shout outs, sir? Um, just shout out to, to, to the Sixers fans because <laughs> as a collective, I don't think I have seen disappointment <laughs> collectively from a group of people. I don't know. I, I like. I can't remember. Like, I don't remember people being this angry when like Ryan Howard tore his Achilles. I don't. Well, there were, it's a different situation. I mean, an Achilles is like you know, Achilles is a, is a kind of a I won't say a freak. It's a freakish injury. And, it's like, and I think like that team lost to a great Cardinals team. No, you lost to a team that played great. And I think what bothers. Sorry for the random shout. No, but no, like, no. I, I think it's like. I don't think we even beat the best version of the Hawks. I would agree, because because again the Hawks. Well, hold on. Let's say let's say that. Let's okay. Say, let's say that. Well, we gotta we gotta talk about that. But yeah. But uh, shout out as always to you guys for listening to us and supporting us. Whether it's here, where well, wherever you listen to our podcast, whether it's here on one hundred six point five FM, WPPM LP Philadelphia, or whether it's wherever you get your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio. Uh, YouTube Music, Spotify, Spreaker, um, Apple Music, wherever you get your podcast, please subscribe, download us to your phone, your iPad, your MP3-enabled device, your computer. Listen to us and take us with you on the go 24-7, 365. Again, if you're in Philadelphia, you can listen every Saturday at 10 a.m. on 106.5 or wherever you are, just down, download the TuneIn app or go to TuneIn.com. Search for the Philly Cam Station and tune in every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern for the latest edition of the Broad Street Line. Also, while you're doing that, give us a follow on the Twitter machine. He is at SKD215. I am at the BS line. The round of 16 in Euro 2020 begins this weekend. We got England v. Germany at some point this weekend. I think it's Saturday. I'm not even sure. I'll be tweeting about the soccer. What do you what do you have going on, my friend? I'm gonna in between my quest to look for a an electric head shaver mm. or, or 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 the pros Go. and cons of not buying one. Um I'm going to look down this ringer list of the 100 best Jay-Z songs. Not that the ringer should be doing this, but nonetheless, shout out to like John Gonzalez because he probably had some say. So maybe the list is entirely trash. Yeah. So I saw the list. I saw that list. So the ringer, Chris mentioned the ringer.com uh, put together a list of the 100 best By the way, reasonable doubt songs. is 25 years old. How the hell is this a possible? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I guess it is. Yeah. It must be high school. I mean, that's like that's, that's senior year for me. Um, so yeah, like we're, yeah, we're kind of old. Um, yeah. So like, I don't think John was specifically involved in the list because I saw it at the bottom. If you go to the bottom of the list. Yeah. No, like, I think it I'm was just dude. like the ringer yeah. as like, yeah. like, like as a crew click and organization. Right, right. Yeah. So I mean, you know, when when your people do something, obviously, you know, you want to you want to big up your people. But if you have a problem with the list, do not shout out, do not come at our friend John Gonzalez. Yeah, yeah. Do not do anything specifically yes. when it comes Happily to this list. Happily at Bill Simmons. 
But Absolutely like, no, right. You, you don't like. Don't come at Gonzo, man. Come yeah, on. don't come at Gonzo. Gonzo. Gonzo's a good dude. I just really scrolled down the list. I wanted to, I wanted to see where PSA was. It was number eight. I'm like, all right, I'm fine. Like, I don't really need to go through all 100 songs. Yeah, no, um, uh, no. Uh, like, I need. Like, would you argue? Like, would you put up that much of a fuss to say Dead Presidents is the best Jay Z song? I'm not gonna fight that. I mean, I'm okay. not gonna fight that. Like, I have, fa- I have more favorite Jay Z songs. Yeah, no, gonna, like, yeah. no, like, like the, like. But if you're trying to be an objective person, I mean, it's arguably the best song on arguably, like, I don't know, his best album. Like, I, I mean, I, I know I prefer the blueprint, but like, I, I mean, like it's a debut, like debut albums always get a lot more love than, than everything else. So, right. but of course people just feel they need to just argue because it's that's a list. Life. It's, yeah. it's a list. So, I mean, we, we need to argue. focus our anger yes. on one thing and one thing only. Yes. It's, it, it's a team that plays professional, Plays re, plays professionally in South Philadelphia and practices in Camden, New Jersey. That's all. Every ounce of anger I have is going to be directed to this team for for eight more days. So, so the Philadelphia 76ers, the team we're referring to, uh, lost their series to the Hawks four games to three. Again, a series many of us, me included, thought they would win in five, maybe six if they kind of played around with their food. Um, but apparently the Hawks are the one eating the food um, in this series. Sixers were down three games to two in the series. Again, we got to set up. We got to set everybody up for the eventual fail. Um, they were up three games to two. Oh, they were excuse me. They were, they were down three games to two in the series. Um, so game six was a must win um, on the road. They pulled out the must win, 104-99 on the road, um, despite the early foul trouble, or maybe because of the early foul trouble for Ben Simmons <laughs> um, and Tobias Harris, for what it's worth. Um, Tyrese Maxey stepped in. Huge game by him, 16.7 rebounds. Uh, Steph Curry, Steph Curry, Jesus, Seth Curry. He played like Steph Curry. Seth Curry had his usual great playoff game. Tobias Harris had 24 points. Embiid, 22 and 13, eight turnovers. You think if Atlanta was going to win the series, they were going to close it out in their own building. Sixers are going to come back home to a place where they were 29 and seven in the regular season, the second best regular season home record in the NBA. There was no way in hell they were going to lose three home games to the Hawks in a single playoff series, right? Oh, not so fast, my friend. <laughs> not so because fast. I think, no, I think everyone thought you cannot lose three games at home. No, no. I think that was the that was the stat that everyone was was latching onto. Me, mm-hmm. I was not. Like, no. To be honest, I thought after Game Six, Bogdanovich, arguably their second best player, was banged up right. and played bad in Game Seven. <laughs> Trey Young shoots five for twenty. Like, I mean. I don't know if you could have had more things go for you, but in spite of that, they could not stop a guy who looked like Rick Astley and look and like, and on like, but I think that was, that was for me, the theme of this is you did a decent enough job on trail. You didn't shut him down. He was never in jail. He was never on probation. He was none of that, but you, you never had an answer. You didn't have your, your respective answer to guys like John Collins in game four, Lou Williams in game five and Kevin Herter in game seven. Like as, and I asked, and I asked this question to a few people is the fact that other than Ben, because he just, I I mean, like he just failed miserably. Is it a question of these guys didn't step up or are incapable of stepping up in, in a like levels to a playoff? All right, I will ask to answer that question in a second. Uh, I do, I do, I just want to get back to your original point though, because again, as you mentioned, Trey Young was five for twenty-three in game in game seven. You would think again that in a game seven in your building where you win seventy-seven percent of the time or whatever it is, I don't know the math off my top of my head, and you would think in a series where you had just taken the momentum back from the Hawks, you would think that if I had told you the, the before the game that Trey Young would shoot five of twenty-three. In said game, and Joel Embiid left 31 point, 31 and 11. You would think that the Sixers team would win a game, but again, like you said, you didn't have that X factor guy that the Hawks had in their wins. Like you didn't have anybody in this case to stop Kevin Herter. Kevin Herter, I, I need to I need to apologize in the middle of this rant because again, I kept calling this man Kevin Herter. His name was not was not Kevin Herter the other night. It was Kayvon Herter, his alter ego. 
Maybe it's the little Kev from back in the day with the Kevin Kevin Love. The Caucasian Stefan or Kel is is how I'm gonna go. No, and 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 I kept saying that you needed someone to step up, not even for a full game in in a lot of these instances. In game four, you needed someone to step up for a half. Mm-hmm. In game five, you needed someone to step up for a quarter. Mm-hmm. And in game seven, you needed another half. Like, and and I but this comes back to the high the offense like the offensive hierarchy and and I've always felt that the offensive hierarchy here is not title worthy and I mean Tobias Harris was your best like he was your he was your money mate like in money making time he was your number one option and he shouldn't be and right. we knew this but of course we got sucked in like I didn't get as sucked in but I was like he had a hell of a regular season where but it shows Roy that that the level of just everything intensity, defense gets ramped up. I would say twofold in, in the playoffs, and mm-hmm. the same stuff that Tobias Harris was the same buckets Tobias Harris was getting in the regular season. He wasn't. It, it wasn't. They. It wasn't there. Like either he couldn't elevate over guys, or guys were coming sooner to help. Like it. It just wasn't there. And for all that Seth Curry, all the great stuff Seth Curry did. He's a dependent player. He needs stuff to happen around him. Like, he's not, like, that's the difference between him and his brother. <laughs> like, and and just where would this team be without him? Like, I mean, he, I think Seth, Seth Curry stepped up as much as he humanly could. He 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 could not step up anymore. Yeah, Seth, yeah, Seth Curry, could, again, you talk about guys, you know, maybe not being built for the moment or whatever like that. Seth Curry, Seth Curry did... More than what you could ask for Seth yeah. Curry to do. Like Seth Curry is fine. Like if I if I'm blaming anybody, if I'm if I'm giving anybody kudos, like Seth Curry is the least blameless person on this entire roster. Yep. Like Seth Curry, you are fine. Absolutely. Like you can go home and feel good about yourself. All right. Because again, you did everything within your 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 body poss- possible to make this happen. So Seth Curry's not the problem. Tobias Harris, again, to some extent, is a problem because, like you said, like you know the 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 what you what you can do in the in the regular season and what you do in the playoffs is a little bit different because we saw after Game Five, like we saw the, the missing posters for, for Tobias Harris because he had gone missing in several fourth quarters. But I'm know. also not saying that he's not a playoff player. He's just not a playoff player being the number one option. Like there's just between being a playoff player being the third. Like I mean, if you're getting secondary defense, sure, but. But we knew this, and, like, I want to blame Tobias Harris, and, like, I, I don't know, like, he makes a lot of money, I get that, but did you did you expect more from him? He, like, with the regular season, like, with the regular, with what he did in the regular season, did you think he had more to give in the play, in, in a playoff setting? Did I think he, he had, had more to give? Against, against frankly, a, a mediocre defense. Do I think he had more to give, or do I, or did I expect? Well, well, let me, let me, let me rephrase. Well, I mean, maybe it's a different question. Do I think he had? I don't know if he had more to give, but I expected more. That makes any <laughs> sense. No, I mean, like, like, like Tobias Harris was Tobias Harris. Like he, he played probably as well as Tobias Harris can play in that situation. That being said, but also again, factor in that he had an absolute zero next to him. Right. Well. Well. All right. Well. We'll. We'll get to that in a second. But. At some point, again, I'm paying Tobias Harris, or I'm not paying him, but he is getting paid a lot of money. At some point, if I need a basket in the fourth quarter, I expect Tobias Harris to give me a basket in the fourth quarter. That's I think that's a reasonable expectation. So, 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 but by himself or by a construction of a play, like I think, I, I think this is where a lot of things, like I think the concept of coaching is getting called out, and it's like mm-hmm. sometimes, man, you just need a pick and do something. Like you see that with, you see that with the Hawks, they're not running anything fancy. Like they, a lot of their stuff is just one four, like like one four pick and roll with with with, with somebody with anyone. Like and and another thing that just, just boils my brains at this point is the inability to hunt a mismatch, to take advantage of a mismatch. Mm-hmm. The and to no fault of Seth Curry. Kevin Herter's taller than him. Right. And Kevin Herter was hot. And they kept and they hunted Seth Curry. And they couldn't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. However, you could not do the same with guys like uh, a hobble Bogdanovich. I, I mean, I have no idea why you didn't hunt him every every right. single solitary play. Right. And Trey Young. Like and and 
I, but this goes back to, I think Daryl Moore said it. They need better players. They need playoff players. And they ain't got enough playoff players. They need playoff players. Well, okay. They need playoff players. They need bench players. <laughs> they need they need players who can just get you a bucket. Like it's and, and again, maybe maybe some of those guys fall into two of those categories, but there there's a lot of things missing from this team. Like if this team needs a basket in the last five minutes of a game, like I don't know who you go to. Like honestly, no. outside of Joel Embiid, I don't know who you go to. Tyrese Maxey. Ty, yeah, Ty, Ty, Tyrese Maxey. If you need a guy you can count on to 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 give you uh, off the bench to give you a solid, you know, twelve points a game off the bench, you don't have that. Like you just don't have it. Like like you like you'll get random performances out of Shake and random performances out of, out of Tyrese Maxey and things like that. But those aren't the guys who are going to consistently give you twelve points off the bench like a Gallinari or or whatever. You're like you don't have it. You like you just don't no. have it. No, you, and you, you, no, and like you, that's uh, where no. Oh, sorry, that's where I I mean like. They couldn't take advantage of old Gallinari. I mean, like there were there were guys on the Hawks to be had. They were never had. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, like you can't go after Lou Williams, the guy who played defense in five years. Right. And but sometimes being able to like exploit a mismatch, you need skills to exploit a, a mismatch. And I don't think they either. I mean, they just didn't have enough. <laughs> I don't know how many times they need to say this. I feel like they don't, they didn't have enough good enough shot creators. Like yeah. they have shot creators that can last a quarter, like Shake Milton. Like, I mean, like, but you were never getting, like, that's why it blows my mind. Or he's like, what if Shake Milton doesn't go Jordan? Right. How bad is this series? What if, you know, what if, what if Tyrese Maxey doesn't, doesn't get hot in game yes. six? I mean, again, like, like this, this could have been a five game series. It could have been a six game series, you know, in favor of the Hawks. You know, if, if you know, again, the random guys like don't don't get hot um, when the Sixers needed them the most. I mean, this could have been a lot worse than, than it was. And then again, maybe we're not talking as much about Ben Simmons. Maybe we're talking more about Doc Rivers, or maybe we're talking about Daryl Morey. Because again, we, we, I mean, we probably need to have more of a discussion about Daryl Morey because Daryl Morey's kind of kind of skating off of this pretty clean. But and no, but but what did you want him to do, Daryl Morey? Yeah, not, like not not bringing guys who stink like George Hill. How about how about that? No, but George Hill stunk. I, but I but at the expense of what? I'm just saying, like, like if, if yeah, you want to uh, no, make a no, <laughs> no, I think what I said all along that like and the moral for this series is made chemistry is overrated. I, I I mean like they went. How many times did you see good vibes and like I don't know like teammates jumping up for Frosties, all that jazz. And that's great in the regular season, like that, like, but that doesn't mean a, that doesn't matter. A hill of beans in the playoffs, like that for me is this team was built for the regular season, and fans as a collective bought into. Oh, like I don't know, like we, like to be honest, we we fooled ourselves, and, and like I don't like like even me. I, I mean, I got I bought in a little bit to say, oh, if it could bounce a bounce here, a bounce there. The Nets aren't healthy. They can win. No, I mean, there are too many qualifiers. And and I feel that this is the only way this should have ended because this is the only way to get real change. No, but so, – and, and, I, and, I, and I hear you in that, in that part. I agree with the second part of that question, that, that statement. But, again, we talked ourselves into it because it was the right thing. Like, this team is better than the Hawks. I mean, I know we can rip all these dudes and these dudes aren't clutch and they can't get a basket, blah, 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 blah. This team is still – this team should have beaten the Atlanta Hawks. I don't care. I don't care – about Tobias Harris not showing up in fourth quarters. I mean, I care a lot about Ben Simmons not showing up in fourth no, quarters. No, but we'll like, no, but second. like, even, but you can't, should you beat the Hawks with your sec, supposed second best player being an absolute zero? Well, no, because he shouldn't have been a zero. You know, like, listen, <laughs> we'll talk about him in a second. But I mean, like, in, in, a, in, a, in a vacuum, in a, in a, in a vacuum yeah. of basketball, this Philadelphia 76ers team with home court advantage with the better players should beat this Hawks team. Period. That's it. Like, I don't care about Shake. I don't care about negative George Hill. I don't care about Dwight Howard being right. unplayable. This team, is be- this team is a better team. With all that, with all with all that we said about the bench being poop yeah. and everything else, mm-hmm. they win this game, they win this series, and they probably win this series in six games yeah. if you're, if your air quote, second best player doesn't have a complete meltdown, period. So we have to talk about him. Of course, that player is Ben Simmons, the man who scored five points um, in a closeout game um, after scoring. I don't even know what he had the night before. Maybe like seven or eight in game six, something less than 10. I know it, I know it was less than 10 um, in a closeout game. But he had, I think, like 13 assists, which he, he's quick to tell you that he had a bunch of assists. 
Um, so what a tray shoot. Of course. What did, yeah. And he asked, and he asked, hey, what a tray shoot. Um, good job out of that. Um, but what did you shoot when you were underneath the basket um, with the ball uh, with no one around you? Um, you were, you allegedly were scared a 57-year-old Danilo Gallinari blocking your shot from behind, even though you're 6'10". Um, but you were right under the basket, so you can just dunk the ball. Why don't you talk about that, Ben? That Ben Simmons is, of course, the reason, as Chris mentioned, the reason why this team lost the series. Because again, let's let's break this down, all right? Because I, I thought, yeah, I let, no, no, let's keep it a buck. Let's hold on. Let me let me just let me just run down the list. I'm just going to run down the resume, the curriculum vitae for Ben Simmons just from this series. All right, so he averaged ten, six, and eight. Didn't lock up Trey Young, you know. So there's no there's no jail, there's no sheriffs, none of that. There's no probation, as you mentioned. He had to, he got pulled out of multiple games due to his terrible free throw shooting. Shot 33 33% from the free throw line um, during during this series. Took three shots in the fourth quarter of all the games combined. Three. Three shots. Got in the foul trouble in both closeout games, game six and game seven. Passed open, passed up the wide open shot in game seven that we will never let him live down. And he looked generally lost on offense basically the entire series. I think I got it all. Maybe I missed something. I'm not sure. No, you got it. <laughs> all right. No, I, I I mean, like, you look at a player. I cannot remember a player that looked this, like, visibly broken. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know. People, like, I hope I hope the, the dunker spot concept is over. <laughs> I hope the uh, small ball center um, concept is over. Because – like I, I like people have always thrown this stuff out. Oh, you should run Ben at like I don't know, but Ben run at that five or put him in a dunker spot. Problem is he is he is conditioned to be a point guard, so he doesn't have these instincts. You need to practice being a small ball five. You need to practice. Like I feel that these things that they put him in, they're not really practicing. It's just like yo, we don't know what to do with you right now, so we're gonna put you in a dunker spot and just stay like. I felt in the last three games he was just like getting in the way, and that was always my thought with this whole Ben in the dunker spot situation. Because again, if you got to put him in a dunker spot, then again, like if Joel Embiid's down, if, if Joel Embiid's in the post and everything's all clogged up, but if Joel Embiid's not in the post, Joel Embiid's out there twenty five feet away. Which again, Joel Embiid's a really good you know three point shooter, but Joel Embiid you know is probably one of the best players in the NBA in terms of post ups. You probably want Joel Embiid in the paint, giving the ball because that's the best way for you guys to score baskets. So Ben Simmons is going to be in a dunker spot. It's just counterintuitive to good offense. And no, and and my problem is when he was in a dunker spot, he was never in a position to do anything. Right. Like I, I mean, like if you're in a dunker spot, you're close to like I have never seen Ben Simmons, and and I mean ever grab a rebound from the dunker spot. But it's like he was he was rendered useless. Like and like and I mean useless in every se- like sense of a ba- of a basketball term. It was painful. And like we keep saying, like, you needed this to happen for him to change. I don't think this will like I mean, obviously I think this is I'll just ask you flat out, is this the end of the Ben Simmons era in Philly? Uh, I believe, and again, we'll talk about the, the news that came out earlier this week, but I believe the answer to that is yes, um, because of what happened here. Uh, and again, like if you had asked me, if you had asked me this before Game Seven, I would have said no. Um, but the way the way Game Seven happened, <laughs> the, the way it all unfolded, yes, in, in a Game Seven leads me to believe the answer the answer is that. And of course, you know the post game press conference from Ben Simmons after Game Seven, where he said, "quote um, We lost. It sucks. I am who I am. It is <laughs> what it is." It's not easy to Isn't win. That a it shows. Yeah, Isn't I think that it, a I think it is. I think it is. It's not easy to win and it shows. The Nets got finished by the Bucks. It's not easy to win. Philadelphia doesn't take well to I am who I am. It is what it is. When again, you score five points in a closeout game and you score basically 10 points a game for an entire series and just go completely missing for fourth quarters. That don't that don't play well here, man. That don't. It doesn't no. play well here. No, and you know what? That should have played well anywhere. I don't no. care if it's Phoenix. I don't care if it's Memphis. Like I, I like, like, I mean, other than the don't touch his family thing, but there's yeah, stuff yeah. there, and I'm never gonna like to become yeah. because we, we we shouldn't. His 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 play is fair ass game, man. Like I, I mean, he and it wasn't just like I, I mean, I hate to use the Q word, but 
Was he mentally there for for the last three games? Yeah, I wouldn't say. Yeah, I wouldn't use. A, I wouldn't use a keyword either. I, I I don't think he was. I don't think he was. I don't think he was mentally there. I think you're right. I think that's a good way to put it. I, don't I, would, think he, I, I would say disengaged. Yeah, I think he was disengaged. Although, again, he said, you know, after game was it game six or whatever, it's like I'm going to stay aggressive. I think it was game five, maybe. It's like, going to stay aggressive. Like, where is this aggressive? Like, you ain't, you didn't start being aggressive. Where's this stay aggressive? He wasn't aggressive. Like you said, he was com- completely disengaged from this team the last couple of games for whatever reason. I, I don't know what it is, but if you're not but engaged. I will use, but I will use yeah. the S word. He was scared. He was, oh, he was, clear, he was clearly scared. He was no, clearly he scared. was absolutely terrified to to do anything. Like, I, I mean, like, he would, like, I mean, and I think, I mean, Scottie Pippen liked to put a, but it seems like he is afraid to be embarrassed. Congratulations, buddy. You're there. <laughs> like, that, that's what I tell everybody. Whenever whenever anybody asks me about Ben Simmons, I'm like, they were like, what's Ben Simmons' problem? I say he's, he's scared to be embarrassed. He's scared to make a mistake. Like he doesn't want to mess up. Like that's Ben Simmons' problem to me. So let me turn it let me turn it over to you. Let me just say, let's say in a perfect world, all right. Let's say I'm gonna give you like all the infinity stone. We well, don't know what that you don't watch Marvel, but let me <laughs> I will give you the power to fix some things. And 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 I can say, I'll say to you. You can fix Ben Simmons' mental. Like I'm going to give you the power to fix whatever mentally is is going on with Ben Simmons. I'll give you the power to fix it. No, don't. No, Hold on, no, I, just, I just want to put it out there. I'm going to give you the power to fix Ben Simmons' me- mental state. Like he will come back, and I promise you, this is not, you know, t-shirt, you know, no shirt videos in the, in the summer and that stuff. Like he's going to come out and be a mentally different guy, whatever that means to you. Is that enough for you? No. Okay. All right. <laughs> don't don't even need to finish that okay. sentence, man. Okay. All right. I'm done. Okay. I no I no I was done game five. I I, I mean like the, like and and I've always just and I said man like even when you brace yourself for the chair shot, you never when a chair shot hits, it still hurts like hell. Like I mean, watching him play the last three games was absolutely painful, and and I and you. And like, I, I mean, not that you needed something symbolic as that as the past. I, I mean, but unfortunately, like, I, I mean, like, what is the first thing people think of when they think of Ricky Waters? Oh yeah, for for what? I, I mean, like, yeah. and, and Ricky Waters had a pretty decent run here. Yeah. But yeah, but the first thing people think of is 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 Allergate armed the hell out of that ball. But 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 again, because that was Ricky Waters. That was the first game of Ricky Waters' career, and Ricky Waters got past that. All right. Yeah. did pat now. Granted, now, now it's the difference between alligator arms in your first game in an Eagles uniform and coming up completely missing, like milk box missing in a, you know we series in, in a in a multiple second round games. playoff series. Yeah, and mul- multiple closeout games. Like there's a little difference and between still, them. Roy, not being not holding yourself accountable. Right. Like I, I mean, like being almost defiant. Be like, oh, it sucks. I'm like, like really, dude? Yeah, like like we we got the we got the I'm sorry Instagram post from Tobias Harris earlier this week. We got the I'm sorry Instagram post from jo- Joel Embiid earlier this week. Like got you know, guys, stars, leaders, this is what they do. This is what they do when their team loses, you know, in a playoff series. And again, I'm not saying that you got to go on Instagram or into the notes app and kind of say I'm sorry, but again, don't give me the oh, how many assists did I have? How many points did Trey Young scored when you lost a game seven and you scored five points? Don't give me that. Just, just no. I'm not here for it. And I'm not. all of these, and not to like connect random things, but I feel like these comments that he has have kind of kind of fed into these stories about him, frankly, just doing whatever the hell he feels like. Like not like but like like working with his own people. And like I don't know, like keeping keeping insulated like i i mean and that's like at some point you gotta let that go like i i, I mean like and i mean i think the ball family is a perfect example it's like yo like you can't have your family run your business all the time like i, I mean like and thankfully like lavar is like kind of backed off and maybe this is the sign that ben's like yo i need to start listening to the experts like i mean like you i need to stop looking to my inner circle for like I don't know, getting gassed up. Like, is this would this be a seminal moment for him to just like re like reevaluate everything? If this is if this isn't the moment, if this isn't the turning point, I'm not sure what it is. Like, again, this would be again in the movie. This would be the this would be the part where the protagonist kind of like kind of gets punched in the face. Does he need to get traded, or, or does that need to happen? 
Does he need to get traded? But I, uh, but from what it sounds like, Roy, the the wheels are moving already. And so, I, and like and, and sorry, <laughs> I don't know. And once you get that car running, I don't know if there's any way to get back. Well, one, I mean, I'm on record saying there's like, I'd say one percent chance is back. So you mentioned that you mentioned the car is moving. So earlier this week in Chicago, <clears throat> excuse me, members of the Sixers and members of the Ben Simmons team have already started discussions um, about Ben Simmons' future, according to uh, Adrian Wojnarowski of, of ESPN. Those discussions included uh, Ben Simmons' agent, Rich Paul, uh, and Sixers management, Daryl Morey and Elton Brand. Um, according to Woj, Paul engaged the Sixers on, on whether it makes sense to work together to find a trade before the start of the next season, but no request was made. Now let me let me that let me just start what stop there. Does now, that mean? now hold on. Now let me let me just stop there. Let me ask you a question. Let me just stop there. If if Ben Simmons was one thousand percent committed to this organization going forward, blah 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 blah. No the discussion. The, wait, the discussion would just be, yo, Ben Simmons got to work on some stuff, and we're going to work on some stuff. And that's it. That's the whole discussion. Like there there, yeah. there are no few there are no further discussions. No, no, no. The answer to every question will be yes. Like you will work with the uh, the the shot coach of our choice. Yes. yes. You will not play in the Olympics. Yes. yes. You will. You will. You will apologize to every damn teammate of yours for being a complete <laughs> bum. Yes. No. I. I mean, like, and thankfully, or or mercifully, the the words trade request did not come because no, because no, like I, I mean, like now. Ben needs because I I hope and I pray that you're not going to get some sort of Ben Simmons request to trade because now and in his interest and in Clutch's interest and in the Sixers' interest he can't because now he's auditioning for other teams like I, I mean like if if you go and have just a toilet boil a toilet bowl water of a of a playoff performance and you ask for a trade, how good does that look for your prospective teams that are looking to, that are going to trade multiple players? I hear you, but I'm telling you, like, I would not be surprised if they hear a trade request at some point, because again, <laughs> if you're not, if you're not willing to do whatever, because like you said, the Sixers, the Sixers, if the Sixers want to make this work or the Sixers, and I think they do. I think, like you said, like, you think they a, do. Here, I think the Sixers want to make this work. I really do. Cause, cause again, Ben Simmons is a really, is a good player. Is he a really good player? But it's, can it's, you go back? Can you bring this team? Can, can you bring this player back to a locker room where the best player literally said you're the reason why they lost games? Well, no, but but I'm saying like the the won't the only way you can do it is if this dude is one thousand percent committed to whatever plan that you lay out. No, now, no, but I think the question is even if he's one hundred percent committed, is is this project even worth it? I know. I, I think mean, it, you, no. I think it is. I think it. No, I think but it I is. think you would need to reconstruct this guy from from ground zero. I mean, like his. Like I, I mean, not even just confidence-wise, his mechanics are are, are screwed up. Like I, I mean, this is this isn't like like this is a multiple-year project. And I guess my question is, do you have enough time? You think it's you think this is a multiple-year project to get him yes, to get him to, to to a to a functional NBA? Yes. I don't want to say like because like, yeah, I don't want to rip him like he's like. But just as far as the the free throws and whatever have you, you think it's a multiple-year project? Yes. See, I don't think it is. See, I think this is a mental thing. And I think, oh, I don't. Oh, I think there's a lot of mechanics. Have you seen this guy shoot? He doesn't shoot. He doesn't. No, shoot. no, no, no. But like, no, but like, even his 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 follow through on free throws is never consistent. Like, yeah. that's not mental. That's mechanical. Uh, I think he's thinking too much, man. I really think this is mental. I, I really, I 100 think it's mental. And if you get the guy in a right mental space where he's not thinking again, if you're thinking about things, if you're thinking about a foul shot before you take the foul shot. Your mechanics are going to get screwed up because you're thinking about that's a good point. Elbow tucked in, da, 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 you know, like follow. But more importantly, can you get your mental straight here? Well, the well, the question, the, the question is to me, the question is, can you get your mental straight this summer? Because if you can't, if, if it's going to take multiple years to get your mind right, then you got to go. Like we, they, <laughs> we, we no, I'm, like, I'm not trying to be like the Sixers can't afford to waste it. Yeah. like they can't. No, no, and I think that's what is tough for this team is. You can't get draft picks back to this guy. No, no, you can't even get you can't even get young players back to this no, guy. No, I don't want Darius Garland. No, no, I, I like, and I think I, I hope another lesson is we fall in love with the rookies and all the young players. They don't win jack in the NBA unless nope. your name's Trey Young. Yeah. You need steady vets that have been in the league five, six, ten years. I, I mean, 
I mean, look at, I mean, look at the Bucks. I, I or, or yeah, no, like I mean, the Bucks. How many rookies do they have? They're all like veterans. Yeah. And 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 the Suns. Booker's been around for a minute. You got CP3, who's been around forever, mm-hmm. and you got Bridges and Aiton, but you got Crowder. You got dudes like that. Right. You need battle-tested guys. And if 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 a if a scenario comes where you need to trade them, that's who you need to get. I mean, you cannot afford to be developing guys anymore. That and, and that's my thing about Ben. Is this is another guy you need to develop. And 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 you're gonna develop him in a condensed offseason. And, that, and that's the thing. It's like if you think, and again, like if you think that his mental whatever, because again, I think it's mental, but maybe the Sixers don't. But whatever, whatever the Sixers think is the issue with Ben Simmons, whatever the, the mystery things that Doc Rivers said he figured out and they're going to work on this offseason, whatever it is, you got to make like I want to say make sure because there's no way to know, but you have to be confident enough to, to say that by the time October 15th rolls around, this is all solved. Because if it's not, then then you have to move on. And more and and a sidebar to that is, do you trust Ben to to, to go through with it? Like, and, I mean, and that's the thing. If Ben, but it, and that was my original point. If Ben doesn't say, if you give him the list of demands, you know, no, no, you know, not to the song. If you give him the list of demands, say, hey, Ben, these are the things you're gonna do, and he goes off with Liam and starts practicing his jump shot with no t-shirt on, then it's like, you know what, you're not, you, you know, what? you're not really about this life. So yeah, no, go. no, and 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 I don't know if if he's, I don't know if he's there yet. Cause there, cause there's no indication that he had, like, I mean, he was embarrassed. Like I'll give him the pass. I'll give him the pass in his rookie year. He looked bad. But I, I mean, like he didn't feel any need to change. Um, again, after that Raptor series, mm-hmm. like, I mean, he didn't feel a need to work on his game, even though he was injured after, after the bubble. Like, I, I mean, you couldn't get something out. Like, I mean, he hasn't incorporated anything in his bag in the last three years, nothing, Roy, nothing. Yeah, and, I, I'm not gonna... and, and, and that's why I don't, frankly, think he's until he gets a change of scenery. Because I, I mean, in his mind, I feel like this team is not built for his strengths, and I feel like that's going to be his mindset. Is like, yo, get me on a team where it's built around me. That's. Do you think that that's where it's going to go? Yes. Uh, well, God bless him. Um, if it comes to that, because again, I don't, and, it, and and if it comes to that, then it comes to that. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not, I wouldn't put it past, you know, clutch sports and those guys who demand a trade because again, they don't think that for whatever reason, the Sixers are either committed to this or the Sixers, because the Sixers aren't going to build a team around Ben Simmons. I mean, they're not stupid. It's like, I, like if they don't feel like, if Ben doesn't feel like the Sixers, you know, are in line with whatever he wants, then again, like, I wouldn't be surprised if he says, yo, you got to move me. Like, I'm done. Like, I'm, I'm done with this. Um, but like you said before, you know, demanding a trade after what we just saw, you know, these last two and a half weeks is just, I mean, like, fam, like, this is not in your best interest. Yeah, no, uh, no. And I, and like, I think there are reports that have said Maury's been trying to trade ben, ben since he got here. I was like, I'm not surprised about that. Oh, no, I wouldn't, I, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, yeah, like the only, you know, the only untouchable on this team, like, since Maury's gotten here is, 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 uh, is Joel Embiid. I mean, fair point blind. Like, everyone else is on the table. I mean, God no, I feel Simmons, like but... they owed it to everyone that they had they had to see this run one last time. Like I, I mean, they needed to see Ben Joe with a different coach, mm-hmm. with a hell of a coaching staff, mm-hmm. a better supporting cast. Not not the most optimal, no, but a hell, but, mm-hmm. but I, I mean, like, I mean, how many more time? Like, how many more concessions do you need to make to see that this is going to work? Right. I, I mean, like, and once again, like that, like. May, but should Daryl Moore have made more moves? Like, should, like, and I think that's where, like, I want to say this: the season like was unexpected. But once, once it became expected that the team was good, maybe it should have went like at the at the expense of trading Matisse Thybul. I don't know. Like, I, I mean, that's crazy. But I mean, like, should have you have gone more more in at the deadline? That's the thing. It's like, you know what? Like, I'm thinking about it now because, again, like, we, we had talked about this before and I kept telling you, it was like, uh, you know, Kyle Lowry doesn't move me or whatever, you know, whatever have you. Thinking about it now, I mean, I'm, I might have done, I might have done something. Like, I really might have done something yeah. for, for, for Kyle you Lowry. You can't waste that MVP and MVP. And, and, and that, and that for me is, and, and the injury sucks. And like, uh, like, I just, ha- I just can't force, I, I can't move myself to criticize and beat that much. But I mean, the dude, gives a crap he really mm-hmm. gives a like and, and that's like he wears it on his sleeve and 
and he's going to get a lot of leeway because he was pretty good, really good in the playoffs. I mean, mm-hmm. he broke down a lot of the times, but damn, he's, more, he's operating on one leg. I, I mean, like, yeah. and you needed one damn player to step up one. for a little bit, and you couldn't get that. And that is, I mean, that's got to be really hard to, like, handle for him. I, yeah. and, and, like, I, I think he's been more than diplomatic to, like, blow off the, oh, him and Ben can't coexist. I mean, he's been over the top to say, no, we're good. I think personally at this point he has to say, you know what, we gotta we gotta do something different, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I, I don't think Joel Embiid will be all that opposed to to, to Ben Simmons um, being moved. Um, but again, the Sixers could move him. They could try to figure it out. You know, who knows? A lot of stories coming out of the coming out of Camden and Chicago this past week. Uh, Brian Windhorst said said that one of the things on the table is a Ben Simmons uh, changing his shooting hand um, from left to right. Did you imagine this this happening? No, this would be Markel Fultz times a million here. Like people, like it would look like Bash to the Beach every, every game. I don't, it doesn't matter what hand he he shoots with if he doesn't shoot. Again, like you got to get past that mental block of him putting the ball up from like having the ball leave his hands and go towards the rim. He was underneath the rim and had the ball in his hands and did not put the ball from his hand left or right into the rim. So it doesn't matter whether it's a. But this is the perfect example of what I'm talking about. This isn't just your run of the mill. Let's improve a guy's shot. We're right. still talking about whether he's shooting with the right hand. Right. He's 25 right. years old. This is right. what should happen when you're in second grade. Right. Yeah. This is not a. This is not a Tristan Thompson. I'm. I'm going to change hands in the middle of my career. You know, no. due, to, due to injury or whatever. Like no, 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 no. Like you said, these are fundamental. There are fundamental flaws uh, with his current shooting. Well, his his always shooting uh, motion. There, that's, that's, and that's why, again, that's why I kind of lean a little bit towards you and like something's got to, you know, like something's got to give because there's a lot in this bucket. <laughs> like there's a lot. Like it's not just like there's a mental thing and there's the left hand, right hand thing, and then then again, whatever hand it is, like building, rebuilding a shooting motion, building and or rebuilding a shooting and, motion, and basically rebuilding rebuilding the trust of your teammates. Yeah, I, I mean, I can't. I mean, I can't imagine. Like, I, I mean, like. Like you, you, you need, this is a, you need to prove it to your teammates that you're actually going to like put, because you can't fake it with your teammates. I, no. I think a lot of the times, like, I mean, I don't think they think like they don't hate Ben, but they're like, yo, you got to pull your weight, man. And that's, no, that's a good point. Cause no matter what you do this summer, you can do everything right this summer. You can switch your hand from left to right and develop a, a comparable, you know, decent jump shot. And mentally you can be in a good space. And you can say, yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm going to take the shot whenever like that. When you walk in that gym in September, when you walk into training camp in September, like Joel and B is still going to look at you funny. Like yeah. Tobias Harris is still going to look at you funny. Like all these dudes are going to be like, yeah, man, I don't even know if I'm going to pass you the ball because I don't. I have no idea. Like I need to see yeah, no. shoot, shoot the ball. Yeah, no, God bless guys like Dwight Howard are trying to came from. I mean, right. like it's natural. Your teammates and Danny Green did it. But I mean, like you you put them under like a like you put them in confession. How do they really feel about Ben? Like, I, I mean – you you can't fake it with your teammates. No, they like I mean when you're shooting one-legged runners in practice on a game seven, how much do you really care about like improving your game? I can listen, I don't disagree. And again, it's it's hard to it's hard to make a case for a dude who, like I said, you know, shot thirty three percent from the line, you know, in the you know during this series, ten six and eight, and again went completely missing in the fourth quarter. But that being said, even though even though we all dump on uh, Ben Simmons. Everybody in Philadelphia in the world has gone through the NBA trade machine and has wanted to trade Ben Simmons for a top 10 player, which is amazing because, again, if you stink so bad, how do you get Damian Lillard back? I have no idea. But Philadelphia Five picks. Think that, Five. Think, think that's happens. So there have been a couple, a bunch of hypothetical Simmons trades that have been out there. I started doing a couple and I got tired. Um, but I did see a few. I forget who By the way, they're hard, to do on, they're hard to do on a mobile phone. After this, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm on my laptop. It's full screen. I'm gonna spend 15 minutes eating eating my Ritas and, and and putting because I like I like I don't know like what like and I and I and I was listening to like I think the low post and they said you gotta let this you gotta let this you, you gotta let this die down for two weeks like it's too current right now to, for you to like mm. engage any team because now teams are like. They see blood, and they're like, "Yo, we're, let's put in Markel Fultz and like Mo Bamba for Benson." Like, no, <laughs> like, no. And but 
on the other side, how many teams are desperate to be relevant right. and have and haven't made the playoffs in a minute? Like, I, I mean, like, if you're Chicago and Levine hasn't signed an extension and you didn't make the and you didn't even sniff the playoffs with Levine and and Vucevic, what's what's thinking? Like, what's in your mind saying, "Yo, if we bring this dude in, it changes our fortune." Say, like mm-hmm. a Sacramento or not OKC because there was no way in hell Ben Simmons would report to Oklahoma City. There's like like he would literally say, "I would retire before." But like, <laughs> I mean, like these are the things where. Especially a team like Portland. I mean, how many times are you going to go through the whole Dame CJ backcourt? I mean, that's got to change. So, I I mean, do I think you can get the haul that you before could? No. Do I think you're going to be totally so like SOL? No. I think if you had to say you can get blank cents on the dollar for Ben Simmons once things die down, what's your prediction? 85? I was going to say 80. Okay. Yeah, I think you can, I think you can get 80 to 85. I was going to say 75. I think you get 80 to 85 cents on the dollar. So you're not going to get totally jammed up. No, no, no. You're not going to get – like. and again, like I wouldn't trade – again, we we, you know, we dumped on Ben Simmons for the best better part of 50 minutes. I am not going to trade Ben Simmons for some of these Fugazi – Would you trade him for DeAndre Russell? So here's well, – so let me – I'm going to – I'll run down these. No, the no, give me, your, give me your top three tr- like trade proposals that you would not jump at, but – if it were, if you had forty eight hours to start up, you probably do these. Things. So, so I'll give you the I'll give you two of the ones that that CBS Sports have, have proposed: the Zach Levine for Ben Simmons, and again, you probably got to throw picks in there, or whatever, one way or another. Zach Levine for Ben Simmons, I would do that, and the CJ McCollum, uh, Robert Covington for Ben Simmons and George Hill. Again, you can talk me into that. That's fine. Like, I, oh I no, could, you, you'd have to give up a hell of a lot well, more than that. Like picks or whatever. Like I don't, get it. I don't know. What, I don't know what Covington's contract is. Maybe you're trying to, you know, maybe you're you're giving them contract. You know, that was contract that leave. number two. That's that's to me. That's the second one. Like this, the Levine one to me. <clears throat> excuse me. Excuse me. Number, <clears throat> number one. You need somebody who can get buckets. So Levine, Levine's my number one guy. Okay. No, I, 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 like if I had to do three, I would do. I think my preference would be Levine number one. Okay. Number two, this is, and I think you'll think I'm crazy. I would do that Brogdon and TJ Warren for Simmons. I, I thought about that. So, yeah, so Malcolm Brogdon, TJ Warren for Simmons. I'm I a, think about I it. love Malcolm Brogdon. So, I, I mean, and I think he can be, a, I think he could be a, your your best shot creator. All right, let me ask I, you. I think, I think you need other things, but I think he could be your best shot creator. Let me ask you a question. They Sixers do that trade. Next year, they are the blank best team in the East. Fourth. <laughs> so I mean, again, like it doesn't make you. Well, I mean, obviously everybody gets better, but it doesn't no, necessarily I, make no, you better. No, but I think Roy, who cares about regular season? Who cares? No, like right, well, we okay. showed, like we showed. What what is the once he get you? It gets you left left <laughs> left left at the altar. What should it should have gotten you into the Eastern Conference Finals? But again, you you dropped the soap. Now the thing is, if you're the number four seed in the, in the East, Kent Meyer, let me let me rephrase the question. If you make the trade, can you beat the Bucks? Can you beat the Nets? Can you beat you know Miami, Boston, whoever you have the top? Can you beat the top tier teams in the East if you do that particular deal? I think that deal plus another. Like I, no, because I because I think really Roy that this team has to follow up the Ben Simmons trade with another move, whether it's Kyle Lowry, a sign and trade with Kyle. That, that's why I think you need to get a shooting guard, like because I think. You maybe you can maneuver your way into a Lowry. Maybe you can do some Houdini and figure out a sign and trade for Dimwitty. Like I don't know, like guys like that. Like I just like you need to come out here with two, two, a point guard and a shooting guard, a real point guard, and <laughs> you, those two need to be your two best. Like I'm sorry, Tobias Harris can't be your second best creator. He can't be. And no, and I think with with having these shot creators. It helps them beat. Like I mean, like it opens things up. And then now maybe Seth Curry is a like your sixth man. He's mm-hmm. not a starter. Like, like you need to find basically you need to find dudes that aren't cowards either. <laughs> like, no, you need yeah. to find dudes that are willing to like pull the trigger. Like I, I would be against trying to bring back Reddick on like a cheapo deal. I know I, I know he might be washed, but I mean like 
like he like he runs the same like you you gotta be able to upgrade from some of these bench guys too, Roy. I mean, like you need to do better than Furkan Korkmaz. You have yeah, to. like like yeah, like if Furkan probably be gone. Like, yeah, if you if you had to like like you need to fill that Furkan spot. And if JJ Reddick's willing to take, you know, whatever league minimum is to come in and play 10 minutes a night, that that's fine. Um, but that being said, like I don't again, how much better does that make you? Like if you replace no, Reddick no, with Korkmaz. No, but I think Roy, in the playoffs, that those four minutes, you're not a minus six. Like I, I mean, like we, like you need, and I, and maybe this was like just like the timeline where they, I mean, maybe they didn't think they'd be this good. Like I, I mean, and I didn't think they'd be the number one seed in, in the Eastern Conference good this year. So now you think of yo, we like Daryl said, we got to get better players, more importantly, better playoff guys, like playoff ready dudes. So that's your and that and and you're good now. Like so, maybe you can figure out a way to get a dude that's like wants to play for the vet minimum. Like, I don't, well, I, I don't know. Like, I, I know you have something and maybe now since you don't have a ball hog that can't shoot, maybe guys might want to come here. <laughs> well, Daryl Morey said that quote, his understanding is that Ben is all in or in the organization. I believe, and we would expect the players to do whatever is necessary. So maybe this is all in vain. Maybe all of these, Brogdon and Warren and CJ McCollum and Zach Levine. Maybe all this stuff is in vain because maybe Ben is committed to this. Maybe Ben is all in. Maybe we won't see the shirtless photos of him or video of him in the gym working with Liam. Maybe he'll get with pure sucker fitness and maybe he'll work on that jump shot and those free throws. Or maybe, maybe, he's a, a <laughs> maybe he's a rebuild too. Who the heck knows? Real, real quick because we got to get out of here in a little bit. How much of this do, do, goes on Doc Rivers, though? Because, again, Doc Rivers is the coach, and this is the 11th time his teams have blown a playoff series lead. How much of this series loss is on Doc Rivers? 20%. Okay. Yeah, no, right. like, if I did the pie chart, I'd do 60% Ben, and I have 65% Ben. Mm-hmm. Um, 15% just overall playoff, playoff-worthy playoff talent, and 20% Doc just, I mean – just kind of crumbling. Like, I, I mean, no. And, but this was, this was the downside of going all in on Ben, like playing the whole, like, I don't know, good cop with him. Cause once you stop, so once you were playing the good cop all and you were just, you literally had your hands tied. You're like, mm-hmm. I have to, I have, I have to take you up. You kind of, you use your only car. Right. And it's not a surprise that once Ben got pulled out, he was kind of disengaged. Yeah, no, like it, it was clear that again, once that happened, again, Ben Simmons. Was and by the way, yeah. I don't blame Doc Rivers at all for Ben Simmons. I, I, I mean, like, like the organization has used every motivational tactic employed in the history of motivation. I, yeah. I mean, they, they have, they, they have called him out in the media. They've called his family out. They, they have been, like, at some point, you just have to hold the dude accountable. And, and let me just say this again, as as the probably still the primary Brett Brown stand in Philadelphia, the narrative would not have been different if Brett Brown was a coach this year. I'm sorry. Brett Brown no. would not have gotten his team to the Eastern Conference Finals. No, it, they stopped listening to him. No, yeah, like, yeah. I, like you know how you, like, I don't know, like, win for, like, you know how you, like, win in spite of a coach? You just have better talent. Right. Like, like you have dudes that, that clear out, that can make a basket and on top, like, in, in, in someone's face. Like, you don't have anyone that does that on this team. No, no. And, and again, Brett Brown wanted to fix that when he was still the coach. All right, we got a minute left. So very quickly, I do want to talk about this. NFL approved the use of secondary helmets to begin in the 2022 season. This means the Eagles can use old helmets when they wear throwback uniforms, which means the possible return of the Kelly Green uniforms are long national nightmares over Kristen Engel. How excited are you? I'm already starting a Christmas club for all, like, I'm just going to wear, like, usually I only wear Eagle stuff during Eagle season. I just might wear it all year round. I'm going to buy, like, socks. I'm going to buy T-shirts, hats, koozies. Devontae Smith, number six, <laughs> Kelly Green jersey. Jalen Hurts, number one, Kelly Green jersey. Are you sure he's going to be here in 2022? Oh, uh, yeah. Devontae Smith, Kelly Green jersey. <laughs> You could back on that. But no, those things are going to sell like hotcakes. Because again, folks like me can't give up the fact that the Kelly Green jerseys are the best jerseys of their lifetime. How, Roy, how much do we need football right now? Uh, well, we need it pretty bad, given, given the uh, the state of baseball in this town. Uh, we need it pretty bad. So, so uh, yeah, we will latch on to whatever we got 
Um, yeah, next next couple months are going to be a little weird um, here in this town, but we'll we'll get through it as we always do. Again, thanks to you guys as always for listening to us here, one hundred six point five FM WPPM LP Philadelphia. But we got to get out of here, Mr. Domingo. Take us out, please. Have a great weekend, everyone. See you guys. is training hard and ready for the Olympic Games. And so is Jacob. Woo! I've got my lucky shirt and Xfinity Flex. Ooh, yeah. Jacob's family got Xfinity Internet with the best Wi-Fi for their home and a Flex 4K streaming box free, plus Peacock Premium included. So Jacob is ready for anything. Go Team USA! With medal ceremonies, highlights, interviews, and more, plus all his favorite streaming apps in one place. Can your internet do that? Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Peacock subscription required. Xfinity, proud partner of Team USA. The only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal.